Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the Friendo Care Package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley. Hello, Steve. Hello, Larson. It's me, Dexter Loomis, NXT superstar. So here's my shout out to the Going In Raw podcast. Clever name. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Tape live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. And, of course, found wherever podcasts can be found. Takeover Triple X, which, by the way, taping this live on Twitter, we might actually have an issue with that on YouTube uh, yeah, as well. Yeah, we'll call it 30. Let's call it 30. We'll call it 30. That's what we're going to do. That's a good idea. We're going to call it 30. That's, I think, what I was going to do it here. I don't know if I named it at all. But, uh, but yeah, Takeover uh, Triple X uh, is coming up this coming Saturday. We're going to be doing our live reactions to it. Uh, but, of course, today... Uh, we saw, or tonight rather, this week, uh, the go-home episode for NXT TakeOver Triple X. We're going to give you our predictions for that show. Do you, you want to do that right away from the at the at the jump? Let's hop right into it because All we might right. as well use it as the title of the show. Oh, my gosh. So uh, I have here first the ladder match to crown a new North American champion. So the participants... Damian Priest, Cameron Grimes, Bronson Reed. That was all established for those uh, triple threat matches. And then they had two uh, last chance bouts tonight. First, Gargano versus Rich Holland. Second... Finn Balor versus Velveteen Dream. Gargano and Dream won those. Mm-hmm. The main event, the Finn Dream one, was an overbooked mess. Oh, my god! Where gosh. basically everybody during the course of that touched the North American title. Yeah. So yeah. the math dictates that no one wins the title that night. Yeah, no, it'll just be held in abeyance. <laughs> they'll just be suspended above the ring at full sail. Just like maybe, maybe next to Pat McAfee if Adam Cole gets his way. Yes, that's true. However, Bronson Reed was the last person to touch the belt. He true. held it to close the show. <sighs> he is the only face in this match. I guess Damian Priest is maybe a tweener. Okay, can I hold on? Hold on one second. Hold on All one right. second. We we can't talk about the main event. Why not? 
because there was a spoiler out there that in terms of our prediction, because my prediction is, is honestly now I think colored by the spoiler. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So let me, let me ask you, were you going to go in that direction regardless? I was seriously considering it. We'll do this. We'll do this. I've, Let's get through it. I have an idea of how we can how we can handle the, the the main event. Fair enough. Because I think there's something outside of whatever spoiler might have been out there. There's something that's going to happen that could play into the finish of the match. We could talk about that. We can make our picks here, and then Here's we the can talk too. about this it. Is, on the this is this is Big Red's not on the line for takeover. No. It's just no. for SummerSlam, and it's a huge it's a huge thing. We're going to announce what our what our uh, uh, the loser of our SummerSlam predictions has to do to themselves. Uh, uh, we're going to announce that on our predictions video on like Friday. It's going to be me. I'm going to lose again. It's going to suck. It is kind of crazy. I've, I've held this thing legitimately since the Royal rumble with the exception of one week. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty darn good between the two of us. But to all, solely between the two of us, I'm pretty good. Yeah, because we, we were going through stuff earlier <laughs> throughout the year. And it's like, man, we are terrible at predictions. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Yeah. So in relative terms, yes. You are yours is superior, but uh, in absolute terms, doesn't it's not a yeah, neither of us are great. Yeah. So, anyway, let's start with this ladder match. So, you got Bronson Reed, the lone face, he's got a lot of momentum these days. Um, uh, you got Dream, Grimes, Gargano, Damian Priest going into this thing. I thought Grimes was going to be the one to, to get it, and then he spent half the main event tonight sitting atop the ladder holding that belt. I'm like, all right, no, that that okay, okay, no, you're. Unless that's Baron Corbin logic, he sat in the throne, kept it warm for himself, and then won King of the Ring. <laughs> I'll be so sad if Cameron Grimes doesn't win. I'm gonna. I'm literally just going with who I. No, that's actually not true. In this particular match, I'm not paying attention to any of the math we saw tonight. That was such a mess. Cameron Grimes. I want Cameron Grimes to win. There is one sticking point. I'll put it. Let me put it this way. Let me put it this All way. Right. All right. If, and I, I, I actually said this before. Bronson Reed is too much like Keith Lee for them both to be champion at the same time. So if Keith Lee loses at Takeover, I could totally see Bronson Reed opening the show because this is. Maybe we'll open the, show. open the show. Yeah, I could totally see Bronson Reed winning the North American Championship because he there are very there are a lot of similarities between him and Keith Lee. Keith Lee just spoke really highly of him in an interview too. <laughs> well, there you go. Really. That being said, uh, yeah, I, I think it's either going to be Bronson Reed or it's going to be Cameron Grimes. And but What's my dark pick? my dark horse, I guess, would be Damian Priest. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the obvious one. I'm gonna go with Cameron Grimes. All right, I've been on the, on on the Grimes train for a while. I'm chained it up. I'm going Bronson Reed, man. During okay. the whole course of how that thing played out towards the end, yeah, I was like, okay, okay, man. They didn't right. telegraph. Get out of here. They All didn't right. telegraph anything. But you know, you're trying to you're trying to read what they're trying to do and what messages they're trying to tell you in advance of the thing. I feel like everything leading up to this, Bronson Reed is the one guy in this who has kind of had the least impressive resume walking into it. They spent the last three weeks establishing him and really establishing him as a threat. I and f- yeah, I feel like granted, he needs I know, to, yeah. I know they they piped in those cheers at the end when he held the belt, held the belt, but they piped in a lot of cheers for that moment. 
Okay. And it was it was in relative terms loud. Interesting. All right. Interesting. So I'm probably reading too much into it. I'm going Bronson Reed only one confidence point. Okay. All right. I assume you have one confidence point in Cameron Grimes winning. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> Next, uh, Io Shirai versus Dakota Kai. This is ba- basically a lock. Io's going to win. Yeah, this would be the most amount of confidence points I have. Four. Yeah. Uh, next, Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee. This is next most confidence points. Adam Cole's totally winning this. Yeah, Adam Cole After has to. Saw tonight, he's totally winning. Adam Cole he's totally has, winning. has to win this thing. Wait, well, okay, yeah. let me ask you. Th- let me ask you though. Okay, why is it like he technically stood tall at the end of tonight? Yeah, just the way Pat McAfee was talking to him. <laughs> Come I'm on. a next level human. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'd be really stupid if Pat McAfee won. They would, really they would never, ever, ever do that because Adam Cole is just off of 400-plus day reign as NXT I know, champion. I know. So since there is potential spoiler stuff out there for this main event, uh, we won't get into picks per se. We'll make them or write them here. I have mine. Uh, but here's something for us to discuss in relation to this match. So uh, Dijak has played a very important part in the story. He played a pretty significant role in the recap, recap package they had tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a near certainty he's going to be involved in some capacity. Okay. Now, is it going to be a situation where he's involved and helps Keith Lee win? Or is it going to be kind of like the, the inverse of the scenario we saw with Dijak's match against Cross, where Keith Lee's in a situation where he's vulnerable? Uh, maybe uh, Dijak... Uh, it feels like he's compelled to help, um, and maybe Lee tells him no. Dijak does nonetheless. Um, whether that means throwing in a towel, going in, breaking up the 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 finish of the match, which they don't usually do at Takeover, causing some sort of DQ. Um, Dijak, I feel like, is going to get involved in some capacity. So the 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 closest I would think would be because yeah, I mean, you want to keep if let's say if. If Keith Lee wins, then I could see it just being Dijak. I, I I don't think that. I'll put it this way: if 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 Cross wins, then Dijak will probably get involved. But it's takeover, so to a minimal degree, and I, I still don't. I still think they might actually. If if Keith Lee wins, then Cross is probably headed to main roster pretty soon. He's going to be Thunderdome guy. Mm-hmm. If uh, Keith Lee uh, loses, if Karrion Cross wins, I think it's pro- the more compelling story is it's it's clean. I don't know. I don't know how much. I don't know how much they would use that like a distraction in a takeover match. But you do want to keep. Keith Lee strong. I don't know. I had a thought and then like I had five other thoughts immediately yeah, afterwards. I know, I know. I know. There's enough. There's there's so much to kind of piece together. Because to try to you're right. He has to. Who's going to win. Yeah. Put Dijak in there. It just kind of muddles it up even more. Yeah. I mean, I could I could see I could see Dijak. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I could see Maybe Dijak getting involved. involved. I just he is don't think have it's going to be presence that much. There. I think he's going to no, have. I don't think a it's going to be huge, but you know, they 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 made such a point of making that moment where Dijak was getting beat up, and he's telling Lee, "No, no, no." It seems like they do the inverse. They love doing the inverse. 
they love symmetrical storytelling. Yeah. So if Keith Lee's in that same situation, will Jack allow him uh, the, the opportunity to either fight out of it or just take his loss? Or will he try to interject himself to help his friend? I think it would be the kind of thing where Jack would come down. He would basically do the same thing Keith Lee did for him, offer to sort of interject, and Keith Lee waves him off. And, and then Keith Lee maybe loses, you know? And it's like, then Dijak doesn't really get involved. He's just part of the story, you know, to add to the drama. Or you could do the thing where that all happened. Remember Dijak in that promo says, yeah, Karrion Cross, he's tough, but he, Keith Lee is operating at a whole other level. Mm-hmm. He's no Keith Lee. May do a situation where Keith Lee's in that situation. Dijak's like, okay, I'm going to help you. And, Dij- and, and, and Lee waves him off. And then ends up winning the match, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To further the story that Keith Lee is operating at a whole that's, other level. Yeah, that's a good point. Else. That could totally, yeah. No matter what, they're going to use Dijak in a story in a, in a story beat of some sort. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, anyway, don't know where, it, but I think, but I think that whatever that story beat is is going to be uh, kind of important to the finish of the match. I haven't really figured out what that finish is or what that beat is going to be yet. Now, yeah. if I can try to piece it together, I have a more educated. Uh, prediction here again spoilers were potentially out there so we're not going to get into the actual prediction because yeah dude it's it's difficult to it's it's it is honestly like because of the spoiler it's difficult for you know because for all i know it's like it's an incorrect spoiler i don't know you know we just we heard a thing i know i know Uh, it's out there if you want it it's really not difficult to find um so, uh, so yeah, I don't really want to get into it. Uh, prior, prior to going into this, I'll just tell you this. Prior to going into the spoiler, um, probably would have. I probably would have. Uh, probably would have given it to Keith Lee. You know. Yeah. So, if I'm still there or not, is you know, you guys. I'm sorry, you're not going to find that out. Anyways, uh, so but, but prior to the spoiler, where were you headed? Had you thought about it? Oh, I thought about it plenty, but I, I didn't come down. I haven't come down a, a decision because um, that, that was a situation I was playing in my head. I, I kind of wondered, okay, is Dijak going to get involved based on how involved he has been in the story? We saw in the recap tonight; he was heavily featured in that, mm-hmm. um, and I was just kind of playing the angles of, okay, if he gets involved, how will that play out? What capacity will his involvement in the match take? You know, you know, what kind of form would that be? And I was starting to piece it all together and, you know, lo and behold. Yep. Spoiler territory. And then I was like, all right, well. Yep. All right. Anyways, uh, NXT in general tonight. I thought it was okay. I, I thought it was like a little bit more. It felt, I don't know, man. It felt, maybe it was just me. Maybe it was the wildfire. It just, it felt like a little on the duller side than I've been used to the last couple weeks. Here's um, the thing, because you're so used to AEW. The shot of adrenaline that is AEW. Oh, yeah. A shot of pure fun that is AEW. <laughs> you get your your rank and file oh. NXT episode. And you're like, all right, well, all right, it's fine. You got to be careful with that, man. We got more con- another comment today. Oh, uh, you guys, you guys, so anti WWE. What a couple of AEW shills. This is like the second time I've been called an AEW shill. Me? We got to wear it. Wear it. No, but I'm not. No, you're an NXT shell. I know. I, I got to balance your. I totally am. You're an NXT shell. I got to balance that by being an AEW shell. So Wednesday night war, man. I know. I'm hey, not. From day one, pretty much from day one, my my gimmick has been AEW shell. I know. Well, at one point, live, brother. At one point, that was a shoot for both of us. Anyways, 
Uh, well, I mean, AEW is probably honestly my favorite yeah, two hours of wrestling television. Dude, l- l- here's the thing, man. This is the thing. We don't we don't present ourselves, or we don't intend to present ourselves as anything but fans of wrestling. And what do we know yeah. about fans of wrestling? They all have the thing that they like. I yep. like NXT. You like AEW. Doesn't mean I don't like AEW. Doesn't mean you don't Doesn't like mean NXT. I don't like NXT or WWE. Here, but when AEW sucks, or as a subpar episode, there was like two out of three weeks that you were like, uh, AEW yeah. fell off. Yeah. And like, and Just we like, still what, got people. Last saying, week, two weeks ago, I had a guy yeah. slide into my DMs. Was like, I'll be honest with you, you guys both just seem to love AEW regardless. And he was very respectful. He was very, I'm not going to name yeah. him or anything like that, but he was yeah. very respectful. And, and I engaged him in conversation because of that. I was like, hey, you know, maybe listen to it again. Larson, like two out of three weeks was like, man, this stuff fell off. Like, I tr- try to be honest. I try to be honest about it. Yeah. I may, I may prefer one promotion, one program or the other. But if it doesn't, if it doesn't, if it doesn't, if, I, if I'm not feeling it, I'm not feeling it, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll say I'm not feeling it. Regardless if it's Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite, NXT, doesn't ma- main event doesn't matter. It's all about impact these days, anyways, man. Ever since Steve the Lizard showed up, anyways, let's get right into this. It kicked off with Johnny Gargano versus Baby Brock Lesnar, Ridge Holland. Uh, Ridge Holland, he's got to learn how to do these uh, these power slams, though, man. Uh, Johnny eventually uh, found an opening to start working over his arm. Match got a bit more competitive there. Uh, Ridge Holland goes for a bit of a power slam. Doesn't get Johnny doesn't get turned all the way over, and uh, kind of lands on the back of his head. Mm, yeah, and, uh, we had heard that they had shot. They checked on Johnny after that that scary fall. Uh, they took some time to check him out. Uh, I assume he got some medical attention. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, he was fine. And they restarted the they they started the match over. Yeah, that was my understanding. And so I was not expecting to see Johnny Gargano get dumped on his head. And not only did they show it. During a commercial break, picture in picture, they replayed it several times. So they, yeah. that could be a story beat heading into this ladder match coming up on Saturday. Oh, that he'll be selling his head and neck and stuff. Yeah, that could be that. That could totally be that. Something else we didn't talk about in terms of that ladder match is is the one thing about Cameron Grimes. Uh, like Velveteen Dream has done the Purple Rainmaker off the top of the ladder before. He's going to do a cave-in, yeah. Cave-in off the top of the ladder. If you get the high spot during the ladder match, guess what? You don't, you win also the don't match. get the belt. You don't win the match because you, you do the high spot. I think that's actually been disproven at some point, though. I forget which ladder match, though, but I think we've said that before. I forget what it was. Anyways. There was that time where Finn was in May of the Bank of the week before he did a coup de grace off the ladder. And we're like, he ain't winning. <laughs> and he didn't win. And he didn't win. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't win. That's right. He and, didn't win. So, uh, anyway, I mean, this is a fun enough match. I just, you know, knowing what happened, like, really kind of freaked me out. Uh, in any event, uh, uh, towards the end, uh, Candice LeRae, sort of, she was obviously a ringside. Uh, she helped out a little bit, uh, grabbed uh, Ridge Holland's ankle as uh, Johnny, uh, <laughs> that's right, Johnny kicked the ropes, sent it into Ridge's front area, his mm-hmm. D and B's. And uh, he got one final beat for the win. He moves on to ladder match, just you know, holding his head the entire time. So oh, uh, his head and neck, I know. Yeah. Uh, next, we had Dakota Kai versus Jesse Kamea. Not much of a match. Uh, Dakota Kai dominated eighty percent of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse got a little bit of offense in the middle. Uh, however, Dakota Kai hits a go to kick for the win. Afterwards, she drops a promo. Uh, talks about how EO is focused on people from Kai's past. Dakota, she's focused on the future. And she says she's going to take 
Tile from EO at TakeOver. It's going to feel good when she kicks her in the face over and over and over and over and over. This brings EO out. She goes uh, after Kai, attacks her. They brawl the floor. Raquel Gonzalez emerges from behind the curtain, boots EO, tosses her in the ring. Dakota gets in EO's face, talks some crap. EO clocks her with a, a palm strike, and Raquel just destroys her with a lariat and a huge powerbomb. Yeah, it was pretty So uh, Raquel's been off TV for a while. Yeah, I wonder what the deal with that was. Because, uh, you know, like, she just sort of disappeared. It felt, it seemed awkward, like they were taking her off TV to take her to main roster or something like that, and they didn't want to and explain Dakota it. Dakota was going on a thing about how she, you know, everything she's done of late, she's done herself. Yeah. The commentary mentioned that, too. And um, the, it's it's like they it's like they tried to make that part of the story after the fact. They're like, oh well, oh she swerved us all by saying she was doing the, everything by herself now. Uh, but in fact, you know, she's not. She was tricking us all. It it seemed weird. I don't have an answer for you, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, so uh, Schnauzer here brings this up. Uh, Finn hit the coup de gras on Owens in their ladder match at NXT or in NXT and won the NXT title. I thought there was a more recent example of something like that. On a one-on-one match, that's a different thing entirely. I'm talking about like a multi-person ladder match scenario. Yeah, yeah. And the build-up to it, like if you do the high spot or the match, you do the high spot. You do, it's like a one-on-one thing. Ever since different. ever since Baron basically licked the King of the Ring uh, 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 throne, well, he basically he basically moved into it. <laughs> he declared eminent domain on that. Throne. He really did. I was like. Man, you have buried yourself so far, and then he won, and he's still doing that thing. Well, the thing is, he sat in it, and you were like, nah, math dictates you lose now. But he did it the other week, and I think that undid the math. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jorge D says she was gone for three weeks, so it might be the obvious answer. There's a possibility. This day and age, you never know. Tegan Knox had an interview after that. She had thoughts on Candace's interview last week, but she was quite diplomatic about things. She said, Yeah, she wants to talk about over wine. <laughs> Try the wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was waiting for the punchline where she was like, and then I'm going to crack that wine bottle over her dumb head. But instead yeah. she was like, we've got a lot of talking to do. And I was like, that's not very menacing. I Anyways. feel like Tegan Knox is about to become the new Dakota Kai. Remember when Dakota Kai was uh, not the most aggressive? Yeah, but she was also like, I don't see Tegan. Yeah, Dakota Kai was like, she was, she was booked as a basically as a coward <laughs> like a baby face coward mm-hmm. that was horrible like still the, it's funny because Io Shirai said that in her promo last week and I kind of agree with her whenever I see Dakota Kai I see the person afraid of Shayna Baszler mm-hmm. like she literally cowered in front of her before yeah no I remember I remember Anyways. Uh, I guess I was, the point is you, you get you get stabbed in the back by a friend and I understand like you know in, in, in real life that happens maybe you want to try to talk things up in professional wrestling you want to see people fight Oh yeah, for sure. I don't I mean especially Candice LeRae and Tegan Knox, they're like terrific wrestlers. I know. But if they can have a compelling conversation over wine, I'll give it a shot. It's NXT. I'll give anything a shot. I love NXT. Say again. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience 
and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie. And we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Next, we had a Finn Balor promo. Finn over uh, said he's earned his place in this business. Uh, I wonder if this was a shoot in his part, but Dream keeps getting chance after chance. He was and like his, this but, close to saying, I saw him going in Raw that Velveteen Dream keeps getting. He's got backstage heat for getting all the opportunities. Well, maybe Finn's uh, subscribers to Fightful Select. Um, <laughs> he should be. I know. All you should be, too. Uh, he says Dream has talent, but he's not going to get in the way of Finn becoming North American champion. Dream gets a chance against Balor, but the outcome is going to be the same as always. Finn over. Uh, yeah, I was actually really disappointed in this promo. I was actually, when he showed up, I was like, whoa, whoa, I got to pay attention because I want to hear all the insider terminology that he's going to use. You know, maybe he'd say, oh, you know, Finn has the book or, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, Finn dreams looking to get, I don't know. I don't know something, you know, I'm going to bury dream or something like that. But, but it's just Finn over. Of course, Finn that's over. also play on uh, Dream's dream over catchphrase, but also you go over if you win. You go over if you win, exactly. You had to wait till the very end to get that little bit of, uh, of cleverness from Finn. Mm-hmm. After that, we had uh, Legato Del Fantasma. They have like a bunch of new shirts out uh, versus Isaiah Swerve Scott and Brazenga. That uh, entrance gear that Joaquin Wilde was wearing was off the charts, man. Yeah, he's terrific. They all look so It looks like a shiny like baseball shirt. Yeah, he's great. Uh, I didn't, although I didn't see, I sort of turned away because I started to nod off because Brizango was about to be on my screen. What was their entrance this week? I honestly didn't notice. <laughs> was it all? I Because I know they were like, oh, they, they're being very serious this week. I wonder if they even did a I don't silly. think they did anything. Didn't do a silly. Oh, they were either, serious. Either they, either versus they, did, they were serious. Yeah, I thought they were serious. So they I just, probably wasn't paying attention either. Now they're just stripped completely of gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> maybe bummer maybe anyways this is a fun match um swerve's really good swerve's great man he's not gonna win that title now but he will eventually and he's terrific he is terrific uh legato del fantasma gets the win after uh santos uh hits tyler breeze with the phantom driver swerve got a bunch of offense and there was kind of a weird finish though so uh walking wild accidentally kicks uh santos escobar 
and that sends Swerve towards his corner where Tyler Breeze is, and like Swerve lunges towards the corner. Breeze gets the tag, but also gets knocked off the apron. Swerve just thinks he's still legal man. He escapes the Phantom Driver, hits that kind of reverse powerbomb thing he does, goes for the cover. The rest says, no, you're not the legal man. And then Legato del Fantasma beats the heck out of him. Mm-hmm. And that's when Breeze comes in. He clears the ring for a bit, but then he loses the match for him. <laughs> yeah, I love that Phantom Driver. Oh, man, he he puts so much on that. Oh, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Um, after that, Pat McAfee arrives at full sail, shows up with his former teammates. Yeah, uh, there's AJ Hawk and, and Darius Butler. I don't think they mentioned who the third man was, brother. Who's the third man, brother? Uh, anyways, uh, so McAfee... So the Undisputed Era come out, Pat McAfee starts on the mic, and uh, he's like, you know, I brought my friends from the NFL with me because I know you better than you know yourself because what I said was true. You can't do anything without your guys here with you. And so Adam uh, Cole, go ahead, sorry. Uh, Gus Bricker says the third man works on his show. Oh, okay, right on. Is that the guy that Adam Cole shoved maybe? That I don't know. Okay. Uh, Nick Moraldo, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Anyways, um, so uh, Adam Cole turns around and he's like, "Hey, undisputed era, you know, uh, spit, sit a spell, just chill out, you know, one on one." He invites uh, Pat McAfee into the ring, and uh, and Pat basically says, "You know, Adam Cole, you were the biggest thing in this business. You came here, the biggest name, uh, and you know, you were champion for four, over four hundred days, but it only took me a minute and a half." to kick your head off and knock you out. Uh, and he talks about how I have been, this is actually, I love this diversification of your revenue streams, man, seven different careers. He's made a million dollars in. And he said, y'all better hope I don't stick around pro wrestling because this will be number eight for me. Yeah. That's very, that's very impressive. I love that. That is, that is. And he says, (laughs) I'm a different level of human than you are. Human, human. You gave me two weeks to train. That's all I'm going to need to beat you. I'm going to embarrass you. Uh, he says, Adam Cole, you're great in your world, but I'm next level. I'm above you as a human and as an athlete. Wow. Um, and then that's when Pat chucks the mic at Adam Cole. Uh, Adam Cole doesn't, doesn't bat an eye. He goes, all right, Pat, my turn to talk now. Security just runs in, mm-hmm. tries to keep apart. Adam Cole beats them all up. Mm-hmm. He walks right up to Pat McAfee, uh, AJ Hawk, uh, Darius Butler. They get on the apron. Uh, Undisputed Air gets in the ring. And Cole asked Pat uh, if he wants to go right now, not wait for takeover. Uh, and then uh, he walks right up to his face and says, a takeover, I'm going to make you my bitch. Um, do you think they filmed this the way they did so that we didn't have to see them in profile standing like face to face because of the... I mean, you could, you could tell just based on how it was shot that Adam Cole was a good couple inches shorter than Pat McAfee. So, like, they did the, the I'm your bitch thing from over McAfee's shoulder, and Adam Cole comes in. So, it's, like, not a usual shot that we see on in wrestling. And I was like, oh, because he is actually. Um, yeah, Adam Cole is really good here. I did appreciate that, like, they emphasized, hey, Adam Cole, yeah, he got his head kicked off in the in the moment but he can take out four guys just like this. And he did a very, like, it wasn't karate. It was like standard wrestling moves, standard wrestling strikes that he took people out with. But still, it's like, oh, Adam Cole, he's a threat because he just took out four guys in one. He did a very Rambo thing. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, I still say this really shouldn't be a takeover match, but I understand, you know, Triple H had his conference call today. 
Um, and uh, and he talked about how, you know, when you have a guy like Pat McAfee, and it's funny because even anecdotally speaking, you know, our NXT reviews, usually we do them the next day. Uh, they'll get like six, maybe 7,000 views on a really good episode. It'll get or a really buzzy episode. It'll get 8,000. And mm-hmm. I noticed like a couple days after we posted uh, the sort of the initial encounter between these two yeah, episode, yeah, yeah. it like zoomed up to like 25,000 views. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, okay, well, this is why they brought him in because obviously exactly. he talks about it on a show and then a bunch of people go out. They, you know, research it. They want to see this fight actually happen. They yep. come to our, you know, our show. They click yeah. yes, play now because they think they're going to see it. And so they see these idiot faces right here and yeah, they immediately and click off yeah, because they're, in, you know, yeah, the, they're the, disappointed because they don't want to see us. <laughs> because you can see the, the average watch time and it just goes <laughs> plummets down. And then the video we did of their initial encounter on a show like did really well. Oh, that did huge. I know for us that did something thousand. That did really big. Maybe more than uh, find it. So uh, yeah, after that we had Robert Stone Brand uh, represented by uh, Mercedes Martinez and uh, 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 Aaliyah taking on Shotzi Blackheart and Rhea Ripley uh, to kick things off. Rhea sort of just attacked Mercedes Martinez, but Aaliyah and Shotzi started the match. Uh, Mercedes, obviously, as in as as is gonna be, Mercedes dominates whenever she's in. Uh, Aaliyah tags in, but then immediately Mercedes takes back over. Um, <laughs> so I was okay with this little bit of editing here. So like, uh, Shotzi oh, eventually, spot? yeah. I thought oh, it was Powerbomb spot was great. I thought it was great. I thought it was that's the kind of thing where you can do the clever editing. Um, and and have it be really effective as opposed to oh that was goofy as hell yeah and then I, I I heard a rumor I don't know if this was ever I don't think this was ever substantiated or or, or whatever but that uh Loomis might have actually hurt his ankle on the when they were oh, filming yeah, the, the stunt for the flip I heard that too yeah. yeah I hope that's not true yeah no anyways uh so Shotzi uh is getting dominated by Mercedes she hits this big DDT gets a tag into Rhea she annihilates Aaliyah the finish saw uh Rhea hit Riptide uh in the corner uh, on Aaliyah and then tags in Shotzi to finish off with a senton uh she she gets the ref is distracted by Robert Stone Mercedes uh takes out Shotzi who's up top Rhea then uh uh, uh takes out Mercedes sort of on the, the Mercedes's doing the thing with the kick and uh, Rhea gets out of the way, pulls it down to the bottom and then power bombs her over the barricade onto concrete. And it was like the nastiest power bomb. It was great. It was one of those things where they film it. You just don't expect it to happen. And obviously it was on a crash pad because they don't show the impact ever, but it looked great. It was just a really clever bit of editing that really worked as opposed to when they do it other times and it doesn't work. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, then uh, Shashi hits the top rope senton to get the win. Uh, after that, uh, we get a Keith Lee carrying cross video package. This was great. This was fantastic. Uh, yeah, this was really Metallica good. Song. This was really um, good. My favorite part, though, is when they showed a recap of Dijak getting co- uh, choked out by carrying cross, and they, they, they made his face a little blue. Did you notice that? <laughs> Uh oh, I didn't even notice that. No, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, recap package." I sort of turned away a little bit. I tuned out a it little. Really bit. It was really good. It was really well put together. Yeah, it was really well put. That's together. hilarious. I have to go back and watch that. Yeah, it's 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 subtle, but it's there. Mm-hmm. But they had some good graphics in there, and and uh, 
you know, some Metallica. Not prime Metallica, but it's some Metallica. <laughs> uh, after uh, that, we had Finn Balor versus... This is our main event. We had uh, yeah. uh, Finn Balor versus Velveteen Dream. As you stated at the head of the show, Larson, this was, especially towards the end, an absolute mess of a match. Uh, Finn proven yet again that he has some of the best gear in all, in all of wrestling. That color blue, awesome. Mm-hmm. And the, the kind of shiny material it was made out of. Yeah, it looked great. Why was Velveteen Amazing. Dream wearing street clothes? That's what I thought, too. It was like he just pulled up to the performance center or full sail, got out of his car, and walked right to the ring. Dude. He's wearing jeans? Yeah. Something about this is so weird. Like, he hasn't been given a promo. He hasn't been given <clears throat> a video package. It, it Something just feels... And I know, like, you know, Triple H talked about this pretty recently. Um... It just, it feels it it feels probationary, <laughs> you know. Like even if I didn't know, even if I didn't, even if I hadn't heard of the stuff, and the car accident, and the allegations, and all this kind of stuff, it still feels so like. Well, we're gonna put him out there, but not too far out there. It's weird. It's weird. It was weird. So it apparently, is, every, weird. so apparently, you're in the clear, man, because everybody thinks apparently nobody likes Saint Anger. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. It was. It's not viewed terribly highly. Oh, okay. I didn't see. I don't know. I don't know. I can never get past how the the drum sound on that album. It sounds like the Lars was hitting like a garbage can for the snare. I don't even know so if titty. I've heard any songs off that album. I've heard. Oh, Doctor Doctor Steve Winter says I like Saint Anger. Oh well, good. You know what? That's awesome. Good for Doctor. I love Doctor Steve. Um, sorry, maybe load reload those fans. Don't they? They have that. Those albums have fans, don't they? I guess so. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm not a Metallica aficionado. Nor am I. Yeah. Nor am I, especially their 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 more recent work. Anyway, this match was fine. It got a little uh, over the top towards the end because they go to commercial. They come back and Cameron. Oh, sorry, Cameron Grimes. He comes out before commercial break. Starts. God. Saying I, over and over. I loved it. I'm here to look at something that belongs to me. I just want to see what's mine. Oh yeah, there it is. Gonna take it to the moon. Oh, that's right. Don't look at me. I'm looking at that. It's mine. Oh, my God. I can't get enough of him. He's hilarious. We go to commercial. We come back. He's sitting atop one of the ladders. They have ringside holding the North <laughs> American title. Oh, and Velveteen great. Dream just keeps getting distracted by him. Yeah, both these guys got way too distracted by it. Yeah. Like Finn did later, cost him the match, basically. So uh, he's up there for a while. Uh, eventually, uh, Gargano comes out, tips that ladder over, sends uh, Grimes into the ref, Drake, ref bump, uh, and then everybody starts beating up on Cameron Grimes. Um, and then uh, Finn hits Dream with a sling blade, looks for a drop kick. Instead, Dream hits him with a super kick. Gargano then picks up the North American title. This brings out Bronson Reed. He uh, rolls Johnny to the ring. He stands up, bang, Damian Priest teleports behind him. Maybe he is a vampire. Hi, John Gargano. Uh, Priest decks him, Reed tosses him from the ring, and then Priest kicks Reed, and then he gets kicked by Dream, and then Reed clotheslines himself and Priest out of the ring. And then Finn follows with the tope. He gets up, Timothy Thatcher runs out, decks him, Dream hit, gets in the ring, hits him, uh, Finn with a, a Death, Valley driver, Death Valley driver, Purple Rainmaker to get the win. Yeah. So after the bell, Gargano gets in there. He kicks Velveteen Dream. He picks up title, holds it up. He gets kicked by Grimes. And then Grimes gets choke slammed by Priest. Uh, Bronson Reed then lays him out. 
hits Dream with a Death Valley driver. He closes the show, hold that North American title, all sorts of of uh, uh, piped in cheers. Manny, I don't know. He closed the show with the title, Larson. That math math only holds true like sixty percent of the time. Yeah, but this is way different math, though. This is this I'm is, telling you, man. This is them. This is like when Tony Nese won the title at WrestleMania. This is kind of the same thing where they're doing everything they could to make him seem like a legit contender. Okay. I think even Tony Nese stood tall on the go home show. Oh, before wow, being, you're bringing uh, out Buddy precedence. Murphy. Good job. Um, I think. Yeah. Um. So, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I think the the way they're booking Bronson Reed is so when he wins the belt, everybody's like, "All right, this makes sense now." Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. We'll see. We'll find out. Um, I pulled the punishment Martinez uh, today earlier. By the way, did you say no to a donut? Yeah, I did. I did. Sadly, what kind of donut? Uh, well, okay. So it was like, it's, it's so it's simple answer. Whatever donut I wanted. Or like a sprinkle donut. So my dad uh, was going to oh, hang yeah. out this okay. morning. Yeah. He was yeah. like, hey, I'm getting a donut for Alabama. What do you and Lacey want? I'm like, hey, man, we're trying to lose weight. We don't want anything. Uh, so I was like, mm, uh. and then he came over and he brought Bama a sprinkle donut. And there was an extra sprinkle donut. Mm. And he's like, here, do you want this? And I was like, mm, I, uh, oh, mm. I had my coffee going and everything. There's nothing better than like having coffee with the donut man is the best Pretty thing good you guess that coffee was something sweet it's hard to top that i went uh mm, i mm, no i shouldn't and i didn't it hurt it hurt you know you can have a donut man i had pizza this weekend so no i okay. can't because then even it's just you have even if you have a pizza you can have a donut so special circumstance your dad brought over a donut for you you can enjoy a donut well, okay here's the thing this is the thing dude on. this is the thing my dad brings over shit all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying you can't be picky and choosy. You can be, but if you want to do it in the morning with your coffee, you got to treat yourself sometime, man. No, I understand that, but I'm also trying to hit goals, man, and I need some, you know, incentive to hit those goals, and when I hit a goal, I'll have a donut. I'm not going to break that right now. It's called it's I'm trying to muster up some amount of discipline. Your response really should be good job, Steve, you fat no, piece of the, shit. Eat the donut. <laughs> eat it. All right, let's answer some questions here. I got a, we got a new uh Twitch sub here that hit me up. Uh Preezy uh, who said a new sub friendo on Twitch wanted to see about the email link to be able to ask questions. So if you have a question, Preezy, just hit me up, just hit us up here in the chat. Uh, usually it helps if you if you use some channel points because it highlights the question. So hopefully you're here. If you, please preface it by saying, hey, it's me, Preezy, and then we'll answer your question. Sure. Speaking of questions, you want to get to them, yeah? Yeah, that'd be great. I have one on the Patreon here. So, yeah, I'll do uh, what's this called? So Twitch. here's here's how the questions work for the show. Um, right now, the way it works is is because it's, been, it's how we've been doing it. Larson reads the live uh, the Twitch chat questions, usually the ones that are highlighted. Unfortunately, we can't get to them all, but he'll pick and choose from the highlighted questions. I will go. We have a thread for all patrons, a dollar and up to ask your questions. So those are two different ways you can ask questions. Yes. Uh, Project CMR has an interesting point. NXT kind of made Kushida look like a dork for not trying to get any retribution against Dream for attacking him after their match last week. Yeah, WWE does that kind of stuff with their their baby faces. Like, don't really go out for retribution. And they didn't really do anything with Kushida either. (laughs) Yeah, they also do that thing. Nothing with Kushida. Wolfpack for life. Who's dumber in kayfabe? Baby faces or referees? Referees are dumber, but baby faces are pushovers. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Asian Murr, whose finisher will we see off a ladder on Saturday? Asian Murr wants to see a cave-in. I think that's a pretty safe bet, but if it is to happen, sorry, Cameron Grimes ain't winning that title. What other big moves? We can see Bronson Reed doing a splash off the top. That's his finish. Yeah. Uh, Maybe Damian Priest tries to do a reckoning off the top. We've seen the Purple Rainmaker before, so I doubt we'll see that again. Damian Uh, Priest needs to be careful, man, with those big, long legs of his. I know. I don't know if Gargano can do something off the top. Then again, given he just got dropped on his head, I don't know if I want to see that anyways. Cave-in's got to be top choice. It's got to be cave-in. Let's see here. Fruit de Loop. Amazon Prime recently recommended me the movie River of Darkness featuring the stars of TNA, Kurt Angle, Kevin Nash, and Psycho Sid Vicious. My question is this. What are your thoughts on wrestling promotions making movies? Do you think any of the WWE ones were good? Who's done it best? I think that Kane one was supposed to be pretty decent. Oh, the the horror movie? I think so. And they did one with uh, WWE. I think it was one that Wade Barrett was in. They had a bit part. had Colin Farrell in it. That was supposed to be pretty good. Uh, the Halle Berry one, I think, was the most successful one. Yeah, they made a ton of money. That being said, I think that there should be... WWE, I think, has wasted so many opportunities... With wrestling, with wrestlers being in movies, so many opportunities. Like, dude, who wouldn't want to see Keith Lee and Dijak in a buddy movie? I know. That'd be great. I mean, when they did, didn't they do that that one with Edge, but it also had uh, Jamie Kennedy? I don't want to see mm-hmm. that. I want to see Edge mm-hmm. and Christian in a buddy movie, in you know, like a buddy cop movie. I know. Cyfixia, uh, so Larson, you keep saying that the character Damien Priest should be a vampire. But how are you sure that the character knows what a vampire is? Oh, wow. It's a fair point, I guess. Yeah. It's kind of like in vampire movies. Are vampires like known to be things? Like in a zombie movie. Do they have zombie comics in a zombie movie? Not really. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if the NXT universe, if there's such things as vampires. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it, hold on. Wasn't uh, the Ascension kind of like vampires at the beginning? Were they vampires or werewolves? They were done along those lines. They were some sort of weird nocturnal supernatural guys or just weirdos that hang out at the cemetery. Yeah, they never really established what they were. Gregory Faya Grimes with that hat and attire looks like a groomsman that got lucky with a bridesmaid and forgot to put his clothes on the next morning. (laughs) Oh, God, I love Trevor Lee so much. Cameron Grimes is the best. Gareth Nicholas, who will have the better in-ring debut this weekend, Pat McAfee or Dominic? You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Dominic's been around the wrestling ring probably his entire life, so I kind of feel like odds are that he'll have the better performance. Yeah. I don't think Pat McAfee's going to go out there and embarrass himself, but I feel like Dominic's going to have the better performance. I think you're probably right about all that. Everything we've seen in the ring with Dominic, like he might not have the most compelling presence as a person because he's so young and it's not that compelling. Uh, Man, he's solid so far from what I've seen. Like that Mm -hmm. dude did the best 619 I've seen since Rey Mysterio. Mm -hmm. Well... Doesn't doesn't Eosha do a six? Walter, Walter too. <laughs> he does the best. 
Oh, man. Uh, let's see here. Sleazy Mo NXT decides this actually should say Vince decides to call up Robert Stone. Which main roster talent should join the Robert Stone brand? By the way, Robert Stone is totally a main roster guy. Like that, he's gonna be he's gonna be something on main roster. Um hmm. seems more like a raw gimmick. Yeah, he could feud with the hurt business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I don't know who would join him. I'd have to look at the, the I feel I'll be honest with you. I kind of feel like he's more of a SmackDown guy. Yeah. Like, I could see Drew Gulak being with him. Drew can be goofy as hell, dude. You know oh, that. Oh, he can. I know. I, I know. know that. Jorge D, with all this donut talk, what is the best uh, type of donut? And is an apple fritter a donut? Well, let's make one thing clear. There is no best type of donut. There is what is your favorite donut? Yeah. So is an apple fritter a donut? Yeah, it's salt. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. My personal favorite donut is chocolate old-fashioned. Uh, apple fritters are up there for me. Mm-hmm. And then just like uh, plain sugar-dusted donuts. And then I do like a good sprinkled donut. Uh... White Brownie, Steve, will there be a Friendo Arcade this week? No. No. No Friendo Arcade. I'm even debating on Unsolved Mysteries tomorrow night. I think I'll do it, but like that's like five nights in a row. So I don't know. At some point, I'm, I am going to be 43. How old am I? 41? You're going to be 42. I'm going to be 42 soon. I'm going to be 43 soon on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Zondo, does anything show WWE's desperation more than debuting Thunderdome on a random SmackDown and not SummerSlam and not even kayfabing it saying that Retribution forced the change for safety? It'd be great if there was some storyline motivation for it. I understand them doing it on SmackDown because they're trying to get them ratings up. Everything should be storyline motivated. Everything. Everything Everything that happens on our screen should be motivated by storyline. I agree. That's that's how it'd be best. Um, I wonder, I I honestly just wonder if SmackDown is like a trial run for this shit, you know? Like, what are they going to... I'm assuming they can like zoom in all the performance center recruits for like an audition, or not an audition, but like a dry run or a rehearsal or whatever. But... uh, yeah, they're they're gonna have to figure some stuff out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jorge D says Thunderdome on SmackDown is to do a run through before SummerSlam. That's what it seems like. Are they doing? Are, do, are they doing? Yeah, they're doing that SmackDown Live, aren't they? Yeah. Eesh. Schnauzer friendos with SummerSlam happening in the Thunderdome is that enough to keep WWE from doing a cinematic match? If not, who will be in the cinematic match? They haven't teased or, or advertised any cinematic matches at SummerSlam this year, so I don't think we're getting any. Yeah, which is kind of interesting given that like Thunderdome is a relatively recent thing. You would have thought that something would have been in the cards, but uh, I guess maybe just Vince being on a rampage for, hey, we're definitely not going to do it at the Performance Center was enough for them to just understand, yeah, we don't need to do any uh, cinematic matches. I think, I yeah, I you know, I know we'd had that question a lot when the cinematic matches were like really a thing. I don't think they're going to be a thing anymore. <laughs> I just like we already are seeing it, man. Yeah. yeah, this is a good question from O Dog. Who do you think wins the number one contender triple threat tag title match? That's in the pre-show, the kickoff show. Oh, takeover. what a great question! So, it, like, it's Lorcan and Birch, Legado del Fantasma, and Breezango. 
So the thing is, Imperium are basically just like European Legato del Fantasma. You know, the ring is sacred is like both their mantras. I have a hard time. I think Legato del Fantasma is going to end up with those ta- with those tag titles um, because what a great site that is. And plus, they're a terrific tag team. That being said, it's probably going to be Brizango. No, it's going to be Lorcan and Birch, man. You think it's going to be Lorcan and Birch? Haven't they already mm-hmm. had a shot at those guys, though? I don't remember, but it's going to be Lorcan and Birch. <laughs> it seems like they really should have. I mean, Phantasma and Brizango are in the midst of a feud. They're going to be contending with each other in this thing, and then Lorcan and Birch are going to get a win. Yeah, maybe. Or Brizango ends up winning, and uh, Legato del Phantasma costs them their title match on NXT TV. Who knows? Uh, Gus Bricker. Uh, what are we more likely to see McAfee taking a Panama Sunrise or him springboarding into an Adam Cole superkick? Something tells me neither. Oh, Raven LaFleur says Brizango already had a shot as well. Eesh. Forgot about that. That's how little I pay attention to Brizango. Anyways, what now? What's the question? Uh, is McAfee going to take a Panama Sunrise or are you going to eat a superkick after he does a springboard? No, he's going to take a Panama Sunrise. You think so? It's going to be a bunch of stuff that like we don't think he can do and he's going to be able to do it. All right. Do you think he's going to take a Panama Sunrise? No. Really? Interesting. Uh, <laughs> Willie Powerbottom. Cameron Grimes like a character straight out of GTA 5. What type of GTA mission would you make him do? Who, Cameron Grimes? Yeah. One of those annoying ones, like drive next to the car that has the boat towing. It's like towing a boat oh, and yeah, jump yeah, on the yeah, boat. Yeah. Yeah, that mission sucked. (laughs) It was like the second thing you had to do. It sucked so bad. It sucked. (laughs) Heel Long Heavy, Dijak should return as Robocop and save Keith Lee from a shark cage. You know what's funny is that Dijak is totally the most Peter Weller of all the roster and all of WWE. Mm -hmm. He like kind of has a uh, uh, Robocop feel to him. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Boo Boo Reload, Asuka with all the gold is viable or just the Raw title to keep the Shayna-Asuka feud? If if Asuka... Only, see, that's one thing that it wouldn't shock me if Asuka just came away as SmackDown Women's Champion and then Sasha was still... I know Vince likes Asuka, but it is like her so much to make her only the second person well, to have both those thing, titles. Too, they could do this. They could have Asuka win the SmackDown title. Not the raw one, and then her and Shayna team up to get the tag titles off Bailey and Sasha. So Sasha's the only one with the belt, and then at I don't know uh, another pay per view could be Oscar Sasha again, and that's when Oscar wins. Mm. Like I said, doing it all within the span of of a week, just spread out over a month and a half. I still, th- yeah, I don't know. I, I look, I've oh, well, okay. How about this? Here's a preview of our predictions. I have Oscar winning both titles. Same here, but um, I don't have a lot of confidence in it. I think I've got more confidence than you do. Uh, on one of them, yes. Second one, the first one, we're about the same. I mean, she's going to walk out, out of there with one title. Whoever she faces first, she's going to beat. Mm-hmm, Bailey yeah. more or less volunteered for that spot. So if that actually happens, she's probably going to beat Bailey for that title. Probably. Uh, dang MQ and kayfabe, Jesse Kamea might have still been selling the beatdown from Retribution a few weeks ago. Explain why she was a member of Retribution, uh, what, last week? <laughs> That was yeah, but she wasn't in kayfabe a member of Retribution. I know, but she was. She was. She was totally one of them. That purple hair, for sure. Hey, do you think that she said that they made her ditch that geek gimmick, like when she was a nerd years ago? Yeah, I remember that. I thought that was a pretty solid gimmick. Yeah, I thought so too. Uh, what else we have here? 
Uh, <laughs> Joe Juarez, how long till NXT goes to the Thunderdome in order to beat AEW? I don't think they do that. I don't think I don't think that they're look. WWE has lots like they saw what the ratings were like when Sasha and Bailey showed up. They could easily start rigging it in favor of NXT. I think Vince is like just having Triple H see if he can do this on his own Mm -hmm. without doing that. They they probably have the resources to be able to essentially turn NXT into another main roster show and beat AEW. I just think that they're not that invested in beating AEW. They're just trying to, like, you know, uh, 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 chop block AEW a little bit. A little bit. Uh, Gus Bricker, you guys seriously need to try a maple bacon donut. I think I've had one before. Thank you, Andy Jocelyn, for the sub. Uh... Andrew Jocelyn says, I don't want to assume, but Ridge Holland makes me nervous. Are there any performers in the wrestling world that make you nervous? Oh, uh, to be honest with you, just because there was a couple things, you know, Nia Jax. Ah. A little bit. I'm going to say Kota Ibushi, but not in terms of hurting other people. Yeah, pretty, yeah. Well, I can just say, fine, New Japan Pro Wrestling makes me nervous. <laughs> Freaks me out, to be honest with you. Uh, Dublin Lover, what is a plan for Finn going forward? Thatcher match, but then what? How many matches has he been cheated out of just for the attacker challenging him? It's getting old. That does happen a lot to old Finn. That dude needs to go to, like, main roster or, like, on excursion or something because... I mean, I wasn't. I like the idea of like Prince Balor coming back, but let's all be honest, he's just like Smart Balor. So I know he's, uh, he's really. I mean, cool, there, it was pretty exciting when he showed up at NXT, but basically everything he's done has kind of been undercooked since then. I like I I like his character better than his main roster character, but uh, they don't have him do anything. I know, like the 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 germ. Seed of the idea is good. It needs to germinate. He'll probably beat Thatcher, though, right? He'll probably beat Thatcher. You would think so. You would think so. Uh, Roy Rogers, not wrestling related, but when can we have Larson music on the Thursday again? I'm going to get back to it. I'm trying to get these themes done. Back to it, man. What if you just do the themes? What if you just dick would like do the themes live for your music stream? It's not that interesting. Oh, okay. It wouldn't be that interesting. All right. Um, I got some new stuff over here. I got something uh, pretty cool on the way. Cool. Um, so uh, once that's all in line, I get these themes done, then I'll be back at it. Uh, John Elite A says, Stephen Larson loved that Adam Cole, Pat McAfee promo, but still not invested in the match, to be honest. Neither am I. I think that the stuff they've done has been entertaining, but I just don't really care for a match that is just meant to show us that, hey, Pat McAfee has actually put in some good work. He's like really good as a wrestling student. So many of these matches for this takeover were built in the span of what two weeks, three weeks maybe. I just don't build to it. Seems really short. They'll deliver because they always deliver. But uh, Doctor Steve Winter says there are some questions on the Discord. All right, let me head over there. Uh, K dot does Oscar's balcony spot at Money the Bank count as a high spot and a victory? Yes. However, it was a high spot to start the match. Usually, the high spots reserved towards the end to get that thrilling moment before the victory. I'll be yeah. I don't think that really counts because it was in like the that's like one of my low key favorite cinematic matches. That Money in the Bank. It was a lot of fun. 
It was so much fun. And plus, Rob Zerver uses it now at Intent for the Wins whenever he talks about wrestlers being confused. <laughs> good, good. That's great. That's perfect. perfect. Uh, I like this question here on the Patreon. Alex Foster says, if NXT did stand for something, what would it stand for? New Extreme Talent. Talent. There you go. All right, let's see what's going on over here. Let's see here. Where is the daily team meeting? All right, here we go. Dr. Steve Winters. Who would you team up past or present with Pat McAfee as their manager? Pat McAfee could make a really good manager, but Mm -hmm. he's also really tall. So I'd probably, or he's tall-ish. He's taller than your average wrestler now. I'd put him with somebody much bigger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, uh, you know who I'd put him with? Bam Bam Bigelow. I think Put him with work. Damian Priest. But <laughs> Brian Lopez, will this ladder match be better than TakeOver New Orleans ladder match? That was a really good ladder match. That was terrific, and I don't think anything's going to beat that, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm just trying to do something. Am I the only one feeling that XT is having microwave feuds? What a great term. That's a fantastic term, I and that's a good think, way of putting it. I think it. I know what that means. <laughs> but Cook, it's cooked great, up quick, man. Cook, yeah. yeah, Real quick. Cooked up quick and not quite as good as when you put it in the oven. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, Oscar Granados, uh, should NXT be moved to the Thunderdome or should they do that? They should do the takeovers of the Thunderdome for sure. Yeah, I don't know why they're not doing that at Thunderdome. It's Thunderdome. They don't want it. They, they want it. Yeah, I guess they just, they want it. They want it to debut for SummerSlam <laughs> and SmackDown. I mean, they, we could use the takeover as another uh, uh, trial run, if you will. Mm hmm. I don't know. Maybe they're worried that not enough people are going to zoom in for a takeover. <laughs> that, yeah, it could be. It's just going to be. Uh, it's going to be William Regal. There you go. <laughs> One. It's going to be a thousand William Regals. <laughs> it's gonna, but there, it's going to be like Luke on Quizlemania, where there's like two different Lukes. He's going to have one of those like Matrix camera setups where it's got the, oh, the, the hundred still cams around them. That was <laughs> literally. Does. That was the funniest <laughs> shit. That's pretty to see funny, that man. go down when there was two different Luke, not even in sync with each other, <laughs> just smiling but different smiles, and slightly different angles. It was great. <laughs> oh God, damn it! Uh, finally, I've got uh, Alex Foster here. What does Finn need to stand out more? Direction. He needs like a story. <laughs> You a long M, he says, 1,000 William Regals, and he pulls his dick out. Oh, my God. All right, everybody, that's it for the show today. Thanks for watching. Uh, Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. 
You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.